from B Media Production. This is Business Essentials, practical advice and ideas to grow your business. Welcome to this episode of Business Essentials Podcast. I'm Peter Letts. Sometimes it takes one spark to create an enterprise. And this is the story behind Stephanie Rodriguez and her Wondersafe personal security device, which she's now taking to the world. Her vision, passion indeed, is to put this small device into the hands of any vulnerable person to ward off danger and keep them safe. Wondersafe offers the combined features of a small handheld beacon and an app. Stephanie designed it with the help of an ex-CIA executive, no less. And so far, she's taken it to Crime Stoppers International and to the United Nations. Stephanie intends to impact one billion lives by 2025 by helping women, or any vulnerable group, to be freer in their daily lives. Her drive and determination will probably get her there. So what sparked the idea for Wondersafe for this much-travelled entrepreneur? Stephanie Rodriguez is talking to Heather Dawson. It was in 2010. I was on business in Geneva and had booked my hotel quickly online, arrived in the middle of the night, woke up the next morning and jumped into my workout clothes to go for a bit of a run before my day started. And I was uh, confronted in an elevator by a gentleman who was intoxicated and much larger than I was and uh, was groped and propositioned. And it was because of this that after that instance, I ran outside and realized that I was in an area in a neighborhood in the red light district of Geneva and certainly didn't want to be there either, and realized that there was a bit of a gap in the information uh, knowledge base of where is safe and the ability to defend oneself in a nonviolent fashion. Okay, well, how does it work? Can you tell us about the features? Sure. Well, the Beacon and the app are two separate things. The Beacon is a product, it's a hardware, and it's a holdable versus a wearable. A holdable because for many years and in many generations, we've been taught to carry our keys splayed between our fingers like brass knuckles. The act of holding your keys in your fist gave you a greater sense of comfort, but actually didn't really disarm or protect you in any way, unless, of course, you can box like Floyd Mayweather, and I unfortunately can't. Um, But the idea of developing features, I have an advisor to my company. His name is Thomas Pecora, and he's just written a book called Guardians. He was in the CIA for 24 years fighting the CIA's war on terror in some pretty scary places. I said, well, Thomas, what does the CIA teach are the fundamentals of basic personal safety? And he said, first, it's illumination. So if you light up a situation, and he said, we call it fight with light, one, the situation diffuses because there's less mystery around it. Secondly, to distract a potential threat, the beacon also has a strobe feature which flashes more than seven times per second when it's fully activated. And the statistics and and behavior around a strobe light, to the brain, it's clinically disorienting. So if someone's shining a strobe light in your face and you were planning on doing something else, the only thing your brain can respond to that is there's a strobe in my face, which again is buying time. The third feature, uh, which is something that I developed, is when you twist the top light, it blares 140 decibels of noise pollution. And that is really, really loud. So that's either going to cause a lot of attention to be given your way, or again, scare off that person that you don't wish to be confronting you. 
The fourth feature is a silent feature intentionally. And if you depress the SOS button and the beacon is paired with the smartphone app called WanderSafe, it sends a notification to three preset contacts inside the app that you've selected and that are aware that they're your emergency contacts. And it begins to tell them that you are in trouble and exactly where you are. So it has the de-escalation features that put power in the palm of your hand, but also work with a very intelligent smartphone app that's free that you can annotate your journey. The app is collecting this data and working with some legacy data in the background to provide some safety information in real time. Well, have you got a message for business owners, such as you're talking to now? Because it could be a valuable security device for employers, couldn't it, for their staff if they're working strange hours or whatever? Absolutely. It's most interesting that although we just launched the product October 2nd, we presented this at The Hague and with Crime Stoppers, and in the audience was the global head of security for the website known as Booking.com. And Pablo, his name is, and I began a conversation, and Pablo was our first major global B2B customer who bought 100 for his traveling staff to pilot a safety program with us. So it's been exciting to see how important employers are viewing duty of care, we've seen child care centers and even strata management companies in Australia begin to adopt the beacon and the solution for their employees and um, having a broader conversation about what to do in the event of a situation presenting that perhaps companies don't have a plan B right now. But there are some very big statistics around violence against women and also vulnerable people. And when you're working or commuting alone at night, you are unfortunately vulnerable. Okay, well, just a couple of questions about the Beacon and app. Were they um, expensive to develop? How did you fund it, Stephanie? Well, we've raised angel investments uh, from some pretty dynamic people. I'm pleased to say that the, our largest amount of fundraising has come from Canberra businesswomen who have just seen the project and believed in it and also understood the plight of women and vulnerable people. So we've been funded over a million US dollars by investors. We have one investor who is quite senior in business enterprise at LinkedIn in San Francisco. So seeing it from the business point of view, we have an investor in Singapore who has 200 duty-free stores in China and appreciating that 82 million women will travel out of China this year for the first time and be vulnerable, um, certainly seeing the opportunity there. Uh, we're presently raising our seed round of funding, which is $5 million to expand and scale. So it's just been a gradual process, one labor of love, but we've been fortunate to see people who want to come on this journey with us and partner with us and fund this very important work we're doing. Well, everything seems to be going absolutely in the right direction. But what have been the most challenging aspects of bringing WandaSafe to the market? Well, from a startup point of view, it's difficult to raise money as a female-founded startup. Statistically, less than 2% of the total venture capital or angel investment pool goes to female-led startups and female founders. So if you took all of the total um, surplus of funding and then drilled it and took 2% of that and then looked at the number of women and girls in STEM careers who have brilliant ideas and are meritable, there's just very little money on the table. So that requires 
requires us to work harder, being that our project addresses some specific needs of vulnerability, yet most of the venture capital is held in the hands of Anglo-Saxon males who don't necessarily feel the plight or the situation. I recall very early on in Silicon Valley, I presented to a venture capitalist who fits that description I just gave. <laughs> and he said to me, in like slide three of my deck, he said, safety, Steph, is that a real problem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. I, I said, you know what? This meeting's over. I suggest you go home, talk to your wife, your sister, your mom, and all of your female colleagues, and just do a little poll. And then if you want to talk about it, we can come back and see you. So, you know, addressing a situation that those who had the power to grant funding didn't see a need because they'd never felt that feeling of the hair standing on the back of your neck when you're in an elevator with a stranger after midnight, and they don't press a button, and you're going to the 20th floor, and you just wonder how that's going to end. You know, being walking alone in an alleyway and having someone follow you, I'm sure that venture capitalist never had those feelings, so he couldn't really relate to it. But we certainly believe we're addressing a real problem in a situation for people who are vulnerable. And that's not just women, that's elderly, that's young people, that's LGBT community, uh, that's people who are obviously of a religious sect, such as our, our Muslim friends in New Zealand, who now have to look over their shoulder to attend services. These types of things, you know, we believe that we're creating a situation of safety and mindfulness and that this work is important, but not everyone sees it that way. Stephanie Rodriguez, Wonder Safe. And that ends Business Essentials Podcast. So you don't miss out on future episodes, why not subscribe? And if you found this valuable, we'd love you to leave a review. For further information about us, or if you'd like to listen to more interviews like this one, visit businessessentials.com.au. We hope you've enjoyed Business Essentials Podcast. I'm Peter Letts. Thanks for listening. This Business Essentials Podcast has been produced by B Media Production, building engagement and adding value through quality audio communication.